friends and neighbors, welcome to It's All Good in the Hood, episode 5, part 2 of It's Not Always Sunny. This podcast is produced on Treaty 6 territory, a traditional gathering place for diverse Indigenous peoples, including the Cree, Blackfoot, Métis, Nakota Sioux, Iroquois, Diné, Ojibwe, Saltu, Anishinaabe, Inuit, and many others whose histories, languages, and cultures continue to influence our vibrant community. Well, I had recorded most of this episode and was going to spend this past Thursday editing it, but when I woke up on Thursday, my partner and I discovered that somebody had smashed in our driver's side rear window and stole my gym bag. And then this same person went down the block, smashed in a neighbor's car window, kicked in his drive shifter, and stole a whole bunch of things from his vehicle. And then they went to another neighbor's vehicle, damaged the the passenger side window, and damaged the body of the truck. And this is ironic because this particular podcast is on crime. And then on Friday, somebody crashed a stolen vehicle into an SUV at the intersection on my corner, then hit a tree and spun down the block, destroying the car and shutting down the block. And apparently, the suspect got out of the car and ran. And it was a good thing I was called into work that afternoon, because if I hadn't been, well, then my car that had the rear window smashed in, well, it would have been totaled. So when I started this podcast, the It's All Good in the Hood podcast, my aim was to basically highlight all that is wonderful and good about our neighborhood, because the inner city neighborhood here in Edmonton is really, really wonderful and good. And you'll remember from some of my earlier episodes that I found that the per capita crime numbers are higher around West Edmonton Mall, so in the west end of the city, and the total numbers of crimes are the same in communities like Summerside. So this is true. But something has been going on in the last few months. So on one hand, I'm telling everyone how great our community is, and believe me, this neighborhood is fantastic. But then I'm about to tell you something not so great. What I want to do, however, is put what I'm about to say in place and time. I'm about to share some alarming numbers from the last few months in our hood, but I want you to keep in mind, this is just since July of this year, July 2019. So as I mentioned earlier, I noticed that recently there's been um, an increased number of stories on our shared social media for the neighborhood about um, theft and crime and disorder, I decided to run the numbers. The crime is up. So to look at the crime numbers in the neighborhood, I did a sampling of three of the communities. These communities were Macaulay, Albert Avenue, and Spruce Ave. And the reason why I chose these three three communities was because that's where I saw the social media postings happening. I want you to remember a few things. One, the city's annual growth rate has gone up by 2%. Okay, but Macaulay has gone from a population of 4,799 in 2016 to a population of 4,738 people in 2019. So not quite a 1% drop, but a drop in population. Alberta Avenue went from 6,755 residents in 2016 to a population of 6,581 in 2019. So it's about a drop of 170 people. 
Spruce Ave went from a population of 1,882 residents in 2016 to 1,865 residents in 2019. So all of these communities dropped slightly in population from 2016 to 2019, while the rest of the city grew by about 2%. Now, this doesn't include non-responders on uh, census, even though census is technically something you're supposed to do, but there's always going to be a few numbers here and there that don't match up. Um... The crime has always been up and down in this area, um, but again, per capita, the community of Summerlee by West Edmonton Mall has had more crime than some of the communities in our hood. So what I did is I compared the numbers of uh, 2017, 2018, and 2019 in the three communities of Macaulay, Alberta Ave, and Spruce Ave, and I found something a little bit alarming. Okay, so Marky Moose... You crunch some numbers. Oh, there's another Marky Moose. He's on CKUA. This is my Marky Moose, my partner, Mark Parsons. So Mark and I love data and visualization and talking about what data means. We're not social scientists. You actually have to have at least a master's. And, I, you know, we both are just like double degreeers. That's the general. I have a couple of stats classes under my belt. Yeah, I, I do as well. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean I'm genius. But anyway... You were looking at the current census data, and what did you find about, on average, what the population increase in Edmonton was? On average, since I think it was about five, four to five years, the city of Edmonton has grown on average of about 2%. Per year? Per year. Okay. So, we went back and looked at some of the crime stats for just three of the three neighborhoods in the hood. So, what are we finding here? So if you look at um, 2017 versus 2018 um, in Alberta Avenue, uh, in 2017, they had 524 instances of crime across all kinds of categories. And this is the reported crime, Re- Reported right? like crimes, yeah. yes. Um, between 2017 and 2018, uh, there was a 9.5% increase uh, to 573 crimes. That's not 2%. No, it's much larger than 2%. Okay, and then Macaulay... Uh, Macaulay, uh, they also saw a 9.5% increase from 531 crimes in 2017 to 583 crimes in 2018. Okay, and then Spruce Ave had an even higher jump, even though they have a lower number. Yeah, um, again, as a percentage, uh, they saw a 14% increase between 2017 and 2018, from 235 crimes to 268 crimes. Right, and that percentage is just based on... The number of reported crimes they have. It's a smaller community. You're going to have smaller. Well, I mean, you're like less likely to have (laughs) as many incidences. Okay. And then, of course, like I was saying, on Facebook, we noticed a super increase in September of all the people that we know connected, that were connected with in the neighborhood experiencing crime. Yeah. Lots of vehicle break-ins, lots of bikes being stolen, lots of trespassing. Windows smashed. Mm -hmm. Things like that, and uh, dump illegal dumping. Um, there's been a couple of our vacant derelict properties going up in flames. Yes. But the big thing is looking at the numbers. So now I didn't. Uh, we didn't break it down year by year by year. We just looked at last year compared to this year in terms of increases or decreases in reported crime. So in Alberta Avenue, so far this year, there's 425 reported crimes total. And that's because our really cold winter, really rainy spring, it was really cold. So there's reduced numbers of crime. Well, that's, we assume that's why. 
Um, it's a, I think it's a pretty good assumption anyway. But let's look at July here. July in Alberta was a huge spike. Um, again, from 2018 in the month of July, there were about 44 crimes. Um, this year we had 54. That was over 22% increase. Um, much higher than the 9% increase we saw year over year. Um, and then August. And then in August we saw the same trend. Um, from 55 crimes in 2018 to 70 crimes in 2019. Uh, then that's 27% increase. Um, and then again in September, 59 crimes this year versus 44 last year. I mean, that again, over 34% increase. That is a huge increase in crime that we're experiencing here. And it's interesting because obviously this podcast, I'm talking more about the problem areas, but we're actually seeing an overall general. Now, Spruce Ave, the numbers, basically the numbers really only fluctuated by one or two per month. But Macaulay had some interesting numbers as well. Uh, July 2018, they had 63 reported crimes. 2019, uh, 66. So it's only an increase of 4.9-ish percent. But in August, holy did they ever see a jump. Because in 2019, they had 56 reported crimes. In Or sorry, 2018, they had 56 reported crimes. 2019, they had 85, 54.5% increase. So when people in Macaulay are going forward to the media saying we have a problem. It's real. This is not just, oh, we don't like some of the things that are happening. No, this is like actual crime. And then September of this year, 64 versus 48 last year. So that's a 33% increase. These are really interesting numbers. These are fascinating numbers. Um, I have a theory that I'm going around saying, especially for this year, why we're seeing such an increase now that the rain has stopped. I mean, mm -hmm. we had a really, really cold February where it's almost kind of good to know that the criminals also don't want to go outside. <laughs> you know, and then we had 54 days of rain this summer. So with, you know, gangs got to get their quotas in too. And, you know, if or, or people that are that are addicted looking for, for bike parts to flip, I mean... That's really sad that that's a reality. It's I terrible. feel like that people are taking advantage of them in those situations. It's you flip, you get these bikes for me, and yeah. I'll give you this. So it'll be interesting to see at the end of 2019 if we see another general like year over year nine to ten ish percent increase that kind of kind of balances out. Mm -hmm. But with the cold winter and the wet summer, I think we're really seeing it right now. We're really feeling it. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I, I don't think we'll see as big of a jump in the year, but these monthly, so people have been saying, I'm noticing more crime. They're not wrong. They're not They're wrong. Right. So it's not just subjective. It's not just the pictures. It's not just the thing your neighbor's saying. They're not, they're actually not wrong. There is an increase. And we're like, there's so many different reasons. Like you and I had talked earlier about the development of downtown has really forced and concentrated um, extremely vulnerable people in a small area mm -hmm. and vulnerable people are like predators people who are criminals with predatory behavior take advantage of them like listen to the Slumtown podcast where we have Shaw Pervez who may or may not own these homes renting one room for 850 what is that baloney so you're taking advantage of vulnerable people so now we've got all this concentration and all of these problems. We do, however, have a benefit now that we're in the Northwest District, right? Yes. 
Um, previously, I forget the year, um, we were included in the downtown EPS district. So we were not the problem child. We were often ignored. Yeah, <laughs> Oliver had the highest um, per capita rate, so we were kind of... And it makes sense. You allocate your limited resources to the places that need it the most. Mm-hmm. Now, thankfully, we're the problem children. Um, so uh, other areas are having you know their limited resources directed to us. But, but, but if we step back, okay, so when I talk about the hood, I include Macaulay, Boyle Street, Parkdale, Cromdale, Eastwood, Alberta Ave, Westwood, Spruce Ave, Delton, a little bit of Elmwood Park. Macaulay is downtown. Downtown is all a huge issue. Macaulay is a piece of that pie. Absolutely. Whereas we're Northwest, we are taking up a smaller amount of that pie. It These numbers are just, just, they are fascinating because I still love this neighborhood. I'm still glad we're here. I love my home and I generally feel safe. But these numbers aren't very good. No. Um, and I mean, we can, we can, postulate about why this is and why why this increase and i mentioned my theory about you know weather being one of it um but well yes because every year the highest crime rates are july august september so your warmer months Mm -hmm. well as you said though populations are are shifting and and different sorts of people more vulnerable people are being concentrated into into certain areas i mean even just talking about uh, the city of Edmonton had released a report on homelessness, and homeless numbers are down. But if you were to walk around or bike or take the LRT anywhere, anywhere In our hood. it feels like the, that the homeless population is quadrupled. It feels that way, doesn't it? Because it's so in your face, because it's so concentrated. Mm-hmm. And then take that into consideration with the concentration of safe consumption sites, where you have four within a 10-minute walk. Three from, now. Sorry, Well, three. Royal Alex, sort of. Yeah. And they're really, sh- and it, it's not, you know, it's not the consumption sites. We want consumption sites. We want to save lives. Absolutely. They should be in every neighborhood. Right. And it, it, it's, it really does impact the neighbors. You know, on some town, there was um, Cecilia talked about her house getting set on fire. Like, by, it was so much she doesn't know. And I know that. Break-ins happen everywhere. Car theft happens everywhere. But I am very curious about these spikes in numbers just for this year and the effect that it's having on the community. So that was my partner, Mark Parsons, helping me out with some of the data. And he asks some really good questions and has some information that I don't have. So I found that talking about those numbers in a conversation setting really helps illuminate what the concerns are. What matters is the crime has gone up quite a bit this year in those three short months. Now I could keep going on and on and on about the cause of this crime increase. A lot of people will talk about the economy being bad, but there's research to show that both when the economy is good, crime goes up, and when the economy is bad, crime goes up. I'm going to leave it to you guys to discuss with your friends, your family, your neighbors, and I want to point out something really positive. When I posted about our car being smashed I had a neighbor help us replace the window right away he reached out tell me what card is I'll look at pick and pull and we'll replace it I had neighbors checking in on me and seeing how I was doing when that stolen vehicle crashed down my block people took pictures people reached out people clarified the information and since that time and all the other postings that I've seen on 
Facebook and other social social media sources, the community has talked about, well, let's create walking groups. Let's go around and take space in the neighborhood. Let's meet with the police. Let's see if we can find some solutions. You see, it's the community grit again. That community connectiveness, coming together, helping each other out. I don't think every community in this city has that. I think we're pretty lucky in the hood. Okay, until next time, take care of yourself, stay warm, and remember, it's all good in the hood.